is a greatness center and a subsidiary of John Ughulu Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our mission is to serve, lead, and impact. Disclaimer, this is not a religious organization. For donations, volunteer services, and inquiries, visit our website, www.johnugalufoundation.org. Hey, 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 hey. Hello, everybody. How are you? How's it going? I am blessed and highly favored. I want you to, if you have not said this to yourself today, I want you to say some positive affirmations. Say you are blessed and highly favored. I am blessed and highly favored. If you can hear me, please type, I can hear you in the comment section. Oh, Shawana, Sunday greetings to you and blessings. Thank you. If you can hear me, please do me the favor of typing, I can hear you in the comment section. I just want to be sure that I'm not speaking to myself. Great, great, great. Awesome. That's great. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. So today I promise not to take much of your time. But I need to go straight to the point. I need to do my disclaimer. I want you all to know that a board of greatness worldwide is not a religious organization. It's not a religious institution. The message I have to share with you today is also not a religious message. A board of greatness worldwide is a greatness center and a subsidiary of the John Ugulu Foundation which is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. And our mission is to serve, lead, and impact. We always have these broadcasts weekly. And uh, the whole idea is to inspire and motivate people out there to help people move from where they are to where they want to be. It could be in their jobs. It could be in their businesses. It could be in their personal lives. And also, our goal is to provide the basic human needs like food, clothing, and shelter to those people who really and truly need it. And with your help, with the help of generous donors like yourself, who's listening, who's watching this program, we will be able to make this cause a fulfilling one. With your generous donations, we would be able to make this vision stand the test of time. And we want to thank those people who have been donating to this course. I want to thank those people who have been listening to this broadcast, those who have been supporting us in prayers, in words. You know, we thank all of you. We see all you do. We see everything you do. And I assure you that you will be rewarded a thousand folds. I have been asked to send you this message that your time is now. I have been asked to tell you that what you have been looking for in life, you are about to step into it. You will step into it shortly. So thank you so much. Um, today, I have a very brief message I want to share with you and you know those other people who would like to hear. But before I do that, I want you all to please like and share this broadcast. I am doing the same thing right now like and share the broadcast let us do it at the same time i'm going to my phone i will be um sharing the broadcast for those of you who are watching via the the, the group the morale booster group the share icon will not be active for you so all you can do is to invite the the invite icon will be available to you so invite all your contacts so that they can also watch this 
broadcast because there's somebody out there on your contact list who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. So please like and share this broadcast. That's exactly what I am doing from my end now. Like and share the broadcast. That's the least we can do at least, right? Like and share the broadcast. I am doing the same thing now. Please, everybody. So I'm going to take, I'm going to give us one minute, one more minute to share. Those of us who are watching via the um, group, you will not find the share icon. The icon you will find is invite. So invite everybody on your contact list so they can also benefit from the message I will be sharing today. Yes, it is a blessed day. Blessed day. For as long as you understand the importance of being intentional about your life, about what you want around you, then it becomes easy for you to proclaim what you want in your life. All I see is blessings. All right. I just finished sharing and I hope you're doing the same thing too. So thank you so much. Um, for those who would like to make donations, as usual, you can visit our website, which is johnugulufoundation.org. For those of you who are watching via Facebook or YouTube, the website is currently being displayed. For those of you who are listening to this broadcast via podcast, the website is johnugulufoundation.org. I'll spell it for you. It's J-O-H-N-U-G-H-U-L-U foundation.org. John Ugulu Foundation is one word. So today, I want to talk to you about purpose, finding your purpose, how to discover your purpose, how to discover your purpose. So I want you to write that down, take down notes. For those who are just listening to me for the very first time, my name is Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, I am a speaker and a trainer, and I will be sharing tips with you. I will be talking to you on strategies on how to discover your purpose. I know everything in life is a cliche, but it is whenever that cliche resonates with you that truly matters. So I want you to listen with an open mind, and I promise you that I would not take much of your time today. That's a promise. And I assure you, I will not break that promise. Now, how do you identify your purpose? How do you discover your purpose? I will share four ways on how to discover your purpose with you. Four, just four, four, just four. Now, I remember before I share those four with you, um, for those who are just hearing me, I want to tell you my story, how I was able to transition from shyness to public speaking. Now, a long time ago, when I was a teenager, I lost my dad. My dad died. He was my rock. He was my role model. He was everything to me. And when, when that happened, I felt that was the end of the world. But at the end of the day, my mom was strong enough. She was, you know, well-groomed by my dad, so it was easy for her to immediately step into the role of a father, the role of a mother, the role of an uncle, and aunt. She did everything. She's a powerful woman. She's one of the major reasons why today I'm out here speaking to you. Now, some years, let, let me fast forward, some years after my dad's death, my youthful exuberance quickly led me into hanging out with the wrong crowd. And I was hanging out with this wrong crowd and my dreams and aspirations of becoming what I promised my dad I would be suddenly died. I wanted to be an engineer, an influential engineer and a leader like my dad. But hanging out with the wrong crowd quickly killed my morale. It killed my dreams. But luckily for me, the, the foundational values that were instilled in me by my parents at some point played a huge role. I was able to immediately realize that what I was doing was wrong. I was able to realize that 
the path I was treading on was a wrong path. But while I realized that, I immediately made that switch and tried to discover who I truly was. But I was, I, you know, I, 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 I inherited, I, I really don't know how that happened. When I made that transition, I became so shy. I had some level of inferiority complex because I thought I had already lost, you know, I, I thought I had already missed out on everything that a normal child should have been doing. I just didn't know how to go back. So I became so shy, extremely shy that I couldn't even imagine myself doing what I am doing right now. But luckily for me, I had friends and family members who were so supportive. My mom would always tell me then that, look, John, I remember when I was pregnant with you, I used to always have this dream. And in the dream, I would, I would see a tall, dark-skinned man dressed in suit, holding a microphone and speaking to a crowd. But because I knew I was battling with a high level of shyness, I would always reply to my mom and say, Mom, I know your dreams do come to pass, but this particular dream you are talking about is not for me because the level of shyness that I am experiencing, Mom, is not something that can even make me become a public speaker. So my limiting belief was so high at that point. And I had friends even call me an, you know, a motivator. Way back in high school, they would call me a motivator because I was so good at inspiring people, making people feel good about themselves. But I never knew that there was a career path for me. Fast forward to when I, let me fast forward to when I moved to the United States. I'm getting here. A friend of mine told me about Les Brown. And when he told me about Les Brown, he intentionally said that because he knew I had some, some ways of inspiring people. So he just said it so I could like follow up with Les Brown, listen to his messages and learn one or two things from him. And that was what changed my life. That was what brought me into my calling. When I finally decided and agreed to listen to Les Brown, that changed the trajectory for me. I immediately discovered my purpose. I immediately discovered something that I had so much passion for, something that I would love to do even if I don't get paid. And I started honing that skill. I started looking for ways to reach out to Les Brown. And as the universe would have it, the opportunity for me to become a student of Les Brown showed up. It showed up. And today, I, I, I am one of those lucky people who will tell you that dreams do come true. I am one of those lucky people who will tell you that when you discover your purpose in life, opportunities will show up. I am one of those lucky people who will tell you that when you discover your purpose in life, you will become unstoppable. And today, I want to share those strategies with you. I want to share with you four ways on how to identify your purpose. Like I said, when I was in high school, friends used to call me the inspirator. They used to call me the motivator. They used to call me names relating to, you know, one, you know, that person who inspires others. And today I am living that dream. I am living that dream. I wake up every morning looking forward to inspiring someone out there because I have figured out, I have discovered my purpose. Now, for you who's listening to me, if you want to identify your purpose, your purpose is what you were created to do, what you were brought into this world to do. For you to identify it, the first thing is identify that thing you can do to make other people's lives better. That's the first step. What is that thing? Ask yourself, what can I do to add value to other people's lives? I have a quote that I, you know, that you can find in one of my, in my, my new book. The quote says, 
everyone has a talent or skill that they derive pleasure in doing with little or no effort. One which rekindles joy in your soul whenever you're doing it. That's a quote from me. Yes, when you discover your purpose, it comes with so much joy. It comes with so much value that you would be willing to even do it without getting paid. Yes, that's what happens. So the first thing is identify the thing that you can do to add value to other people's lives. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to ask yourself this moment, if you have not been able to identify your purpose, ask yourself, what can I do to add value? I understand that we've been hit with a pandemic lately. But do you realize that after this pandemic, there will be more um, billionaires and more millionaires? And there would also be witnesses. What does it mean? Those people who thought about adding value during the time of the pandemic would come out of it very strong. They would be so successful. But those who were busy complaining and complaining and complaining would end up being the witnesses. Do you want to be a witness or do you want to become a millionaire or a billionaire? Do you want your life to be better after the pandemic? You need to identify that thing inside of you that you can do to add value to other people's lives. Albert Einstein said, in the middle of every difficulty lies an opportunity. I want to share with you some of those strategies that helped me during the pandemic. <coughs> Excuse me. When the lockdown started, I asked myself, what are you going to do? Now, what is going on is something you cannot control, John. But what are you going to do? The typical John would say, whenever I'm faced with challenges, what I ask myself is, John, can you control it? What are those things you can control? And what are those things you cannot control? I would break it down. And I realized that at that point, there was no way I could control the spread of the virus, the COVID virus. That was not within my control. So I did not focus on that. But instead, I focused on the things, the instructions given to us by the CDC the health department, I focused on that because that was controllable. Then I asked myself again, John, what are those other things you can control that would make you come out of this stronger? Then I decided that I was going to finish writing my book, a book. I made up my mind that I was going to become a published author within that time frame, That was one of my goals. And I made up my mind that I was going to make sure I post inspirational and motivational messages every day. And I did that. I told myself that I was going to while away time by taking a course on leadership. And luckily for me, like what Albert Einstein said, in the middle of every difficulty lies an opportunity. Tuition started reducing. Universities were dropping tuition. They were dropping the cost of taking courses. A course that would typically cost you about $10,000 or $15,000 dropped drastically because they did not want to lose clientele. And I tapped into that. I tapped into that. I did several trainings 
within that time frame. Why? Because I was preparing myself for the post-pandemic. I already developed myself to the extent that I knew that when things are rough, that's the best time to take advantage and develop yourself and add value. I took several courses. I focused on writing my book. I focused more on doing a lot of live videos, posting positive messages, adding value. My question to you who is listening to me right now is, what were you doing when the pandemic started? Okay, even if you were not doing anything at that time, what are you doing now to add value? So identify that thing you can do to help add value to the lives of others. Zig Ziglar said, if you help enough other people get what they need, you will get everything that you need. Then number two, how do you discover your purpose? Think about that task, that thing you love to do effortlessly. That, 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 that thing that you typically love to do and whenever you do it, it makes you forget about your sorrows. It makes you forget about the passage of time. Think about activities that you can do that would help you forget about the passage of time. That's the second the second strategy on how to discover your purpose. Because when you are doing that thing that you love, it rekindles a form of joy inside of you. Yes. Sometimes it could take you a while to discover your purpose. It took me years. Sometimes it could take you decades. But when you constantly have that conscious awareness, it makes it easier and faster for you to discover your purpose. My goal right now is to use my voice to inspire and motivate 1 billion plus people, to help 1 billion or more people understand that they were created on purpose with a purpose and for a purpose that is far greater than their comprehension. That's my goal. And I do it with all happiness. I wake up every morning wanting to inspire somebody, wanting to help somebody identify their purpose. That's what I do. I love it. So remember, try to think about that activity that when you do, it helps you. It helps you forget about the passage of time. Then the third one is, try to think about those things you were passionate about as a kid. That's how to discover your purpose. Realign with your childhood. What were your aspirations as a young child? What were your dreams as a young child? What were those things you were passionate about? Think about it. I was so passionate about making people feel good with themselves. I was so passionate about 
making people believe in themselves. I was so passionate about sharing knowledge and information to people. <laughs> I remember as a kid, even till now, my siblings, <laughs> when they have a secret, a family secret, they don't like to share with me because they know when they share it with me, the first thing I ask is, when you tell me this, is there somebody around me who can benefit from this information? You know, but they are always of the opinion that, look, this idea we have, this thing that we know, let's first of all hone it. Let's first of all utilize it to our own benefit before pushing it out there. <laughs> but, but that has never been me. The moment I know something that would help me become a better person, I'm always looking for the very next person close to me to share that information with. I would, in fact, I would want that person to start utilizing or harnessing it at the same time with me so that he or she would be my accountability partner. That's who I am. I have always loved to empower people. I might not have the money or the cash to give to you, but I would always have that idea, that knowledge. I would always have that advice. I would always have that encouragement that I would share with you that would help you move from where you are to where you want to be. That's me. So, but right now that I am speaking, right now that I am empowering people using my voice, it is only new to me because the people who grew up with me, who I grew up around, they already saw those traits in me. My mom already had dreams several times about me speaking in public. But just I didn't know that it was my calling until somebody believed in me, until somebody helped me believe and accept my purpose. Sometimes your belief system might hinder you from stepping into your purpose or identifying your purpose. But the moment somebody around you believes in you, even if your belief system has not kicked in at that point, you should learn to believe in someone's belief in you until your belief system kicks in. If I had known way back when people used to call me the motivator, I would have started looking for ways on how to hone those skills. But my mentor would say, my mentor, Mr. Les Brown, he would say, you must at every given point in time develop yourself so that you can see opportunities. If you do not go through personal development, opportunities will never show up to you. It will never, never show up. Opportunities are everywhere. Every, I mean, everywhere. That's why they say when you discover your purpose and you take action, you become unstoppable because opportunities are everywhere. But if you do not undergo personal development, you will never be able to see the opportunities. You would constantly think that that man or that woman who has been blessed to see opportunities and utilize it, you will think that person has superpowers. We all have superpowers. For as long as somebody has done something that you have in mind, it means it is possible for you. Constantly develop yourself. It is personal development that would expose all the opportunities around you. Opportunities lie everywhere. That's one thing I want you to know. So think about those 
things you loved as a child, those things you were passionate about. Now, my son, he always says that I want to play basketball. My first son, he would say, Dad, I, I want to, I want to play basketball. I want to play professional basketball. He has been saying that for years, but being the typical African Nigerian parent, we would always want to steer them towards studying medicine, studying accountancy, law. But at some point in my life, I realized that. When a child discovers that thing that brings out the passion inside of them, all you should do is to work with them and help them develop that passion. Help them develop that purpose in their life. We were all born into this world on purpose, with a purpose, and for a purpose. My purpose is different from your purpose. Your purpose is different from your neighbor's purpose. But the ability for you to identify your purpose is what matters. It is never too late, never. My mentor, Mr. Les Brown, said he wasted 14 years of his life. He wasted 14 years of his life not doing what he is currently doing. And there are so many people like that out there. He said the, the, the most difficult thing that ever happened to him in his life was not to earn a million dollars. Earning a million dollars was way easier than making up his mind to do what has earned him his purpose. It's the same thing. When you discover your purpose, the trajectory of your life will change completely. When I discovered my purpose, the company I kept changed. Your purpose would determine your friends. Your purpose will determine the places you go to. Your purpose will determine the way you dress. Your purpose will determine the way you communicate. Your purpose will determine the way you live your life. So when your company gets smaller, don't worry. You are not losing friends. You are just only growing up. You are just growing up. So discover, you know, realign with your childhood. Those things you loved when you were a child. Now, the fourth one is, think about that thing you would love to do even if you don't get paid for it. That's your purpose. It rekindles joy inside of you. It makes you happy each time you do it. It gives you a great level of satisfaction. You find it so easy to do. And when you do it, you, you add value to the lives of the people around you. You make people happy. You make people well from illnesses. When you do it, People will be fulfilled. That's what your purpose will do. 
it is never too late for you to discover your purpose. Let me list the four things for you. Identify those things you can do to add value to other people's lives. Two, think about those activities that can help you forget about the passage of time. Three, recall what you liked when you were a child, which means realign with your childhood. Those things you loved as a baby, as a teenager, as a young adult, those things, that's your purpose. Then the fourth one is think about those things you can do even if you are not getting paid for it. If a day goes by without me posting a motivational quote or trying to speak to someone to inspire that person or to influence somebody positively, I always feel unfulfilled inside of me. It eats me so deep. I don't really need to make money of you or make money of the person. But if I just don't do that which I was called to do, I would not know peace for that day because I identified my purpose. My question for you today is, have you identified your purpose? If you haven't, it's never too late. There is a Chinese proverb that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the next best time is now. I know this message is not for everybody. This message I'm sharing with you right now is for you who is feeling unfulfilled at what you do right now. If you are not happy with the job you are doing, then you have not discovered your purpose. If you are working for an employer and you are not happy, you have not discovered your purpose. If you are hanging around the people who do not quite make you align with that purpose inside of you, then you've not started working on your purpose because your purpose will determine your friends. Your purpose will determine everything around you. So if whatever you're doing is not making you happy, I want you to grab a pen. This message is for you. Grab a pen, a notepad, a piece of paper, and please write down what I'm about to say to you. Write down this question. What is it that I can do effortlessly, happily, even if I don't get paid for it? Write it down. What is it I can do effortlessly, happily, even if I don't get paid for it? Let me give you one secret. Um, I was listening to one of my mentors too, um, John C. Maxwell. I love, I love that man so much. He said, the normal man or woman, the normal person, typically, the way we're built, the way we're built, the normal man or woman does not get wisdom until they turn 65. You can get knowledge, yes? But the normal individual does not acquire wisdom until they turn 65. But if you have the privilege or the opportunity to be around people who have already acquired wisdom, then 
you would not be the default individual to wait till you get to 65 to acquire knowledge. So what I'm about to share with you now is the knowledge that I acquired from great men like Les Brown, great men like John C. Maxwell. And I want to share it with you right now. You have a purpose inside of you. You were created as a full package. You are powerful, more powerful than you can ever imagine. You are so powerful. But you need some personal development. You need a coach. You need a mentor to help you discover the potential inside of you. So many years ago, I typically would just want to get into something without having a mentor, but I will not do that anymore. I will not do that anymore. So if you are still trying to discover your purpose, Think about what you loved when you were a child. And when you finally figure it out, there are mentors everywhere for any area of life you choose to step into. No matter what you are passionate about, no matter how you see it or how you think it is, there is somebody who is a professional in that area. Do everything you can to get a mentor. And you would not be that person to wait to get to 65 years before you learn. I assure you of that. This is some words of wisdom I'm sharing with you. Every human being was created on purpose, with a purpose, and for a purpose that is far greater than your comprehension. Yes. That's what it is. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. If you're not happy with your job, then you haven't found your purpose. If you are not doing that thing that you look forward to doing every day, every morning that you wake up, you have not found your purpose. Trust me, there is that thing outside that you would wake up looking forward to jumping on. It is there. You were not created or born into this world to work or rather to, to, to be an employee till you die. No. Your employment was given to you. It is a platform. It is a tool to help you develop your purpose, to help you develop your calling. Your employment is your partner. Your, 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 your job is your financial partner for your calling. There's a difference between your job and your work. Your job is what you, were, what you are paid to do. And your work is what you were born to do. Sometimes it might take a while for you to be able to hone those skills that would take you into your calling but you need your employment to pay the bills. You need your employment to nurture, to, you know, to generate money, to nurture your calling. When you discover your purpose, you wouldn't mind using all your salary to finance your business. Even when you know that at the end of the day, you'll be left with nothing. When you discover your purpose, you can do anything to make it work. This is the time for you to ask yourself these questions. 
what have I been doing that did not work for me? What can I do to make a difference? Those are questions that would help you discover who you are. Your purpose is far greater than what you think it is. Yes. And I want you to listen and listen with an open mind. Because if you take action, if you do all these things that I'm reminding you to do, the next time you would hear my voice, the next time you would see my face, you will be a happier person. You will be a richer person. You will be a more valuable individual in your environment, in your community, in your, in your city. I am just an ordinary immigrant in the United States who came into this country with big dreams, with goals and plans. But today, I am here inspiring people. I am here adding value to lives. I am here being looked out for. People call me to come and speak and inspire their crowd. I get paid to inspire and motivate people. I was at a party yesterday, a wedding ceremony. And while I was, you know, hanging out with some of my friends, I saw people that I never knew. And they were all coming to me and saying, oh, John, are you John? Are you John? Are you John? Why? Because... I am adding value. And when you discover your purpose, you add value. It, it does not mean you have to give people money because there's some, there some low-thinking individuals who feel it has to be just giving money for you to add value. No, I don't give money. I'll teach you how to make money. Because if I give you money today, and you use it up, you would still come back tomorrow. So I teach people how to make the money that they want. So when you don't give people money and they say, no, he doesn't give money, so he's not valuable. No, that it doesn't work that way. People I never met in my life were applauding me yesterday at the event. If, you know, so many years ago, let's say a few years ago, if someone had told me that that was possible, I would not have believed. When you discover your purpose, you become a superstar. Because that's what you were built to do. Even if the people around you don't even see how you can, they don't see any ways on how you can monetize that purpose, that gift. For as long as it was given to you by the creator, you will become a master of that domain. You will become unstoppable. Ways on how to monetize it would flow in easily. But you shouldn't focus on that. That will become your domain and you will dominate it. You will be unstoppable. I transitioned from a high level of shyness to public speaking. For as long as I could achieve that, it means it is possible for you. It means before you discover your purpose, there might be thoughts that... Oh, 
what I would love to do, it's not possible because of this limiting belief. Yes. If someone had told me, like my mom used to always tell me, John, I used to have this dream. And in this dream, I would see a tall, dark-skinned man dressed in suit, holding a microphone and speaking to a crowd. Whenever mom said that, I would always counter and say, mom, that's not true with me. I won't speak because I'm battling with a high level of shyness. Mom, I've told you several times. Don't call me. Don't tell me that. But today, I'm speaking. I was able to overcome shyness. I'm speaking to thousands of people. Thousands of people. Impacting lives. I have set a goal to... To, to help one billion or more people understand that they were created on purpose, with a purpose and for a purpose. This, the shy man so many years ago telling you this, come on, if I could do that, if I could transition, you also can, you can make that transition. You just need to figure out your purpose. You just need to figure it out. Identify the things you can do to make to add value to other people. Think about those activities you can do that would help you forget about the passage of time. Three, realign with your childhood. Think about those things you loved when you were a child. And four, think about those things you are willing to do even if you don't get paid for it. Your purpose is greater than you. Every human being was conceived in the womb and would one day end up in the tomb. But what matters is how you live your life in between. You want to live your life. You want to live a purpose-driven life. You want to live a life that you will be happy in between. You want to quickly identify your purpose so you can live full and die empty, just like the greatest master that ever lived in the world, in the universe. When Jesus was giving up the ghost, he said, it is finished. It is finished. Do you know what that means? It means that he lived a full life of purpose. He lived a life of purpose. He lived a life of purpose. He brought out every gift inside of him and delivered it to humanity. His purpose on earth still remains one of the greatest ever. Greatest. And he died empty. And that's what you are expected to do. To deliver your gift. Deliver your purpose. And die empty. So that when you are on your deathbed. You can say. It is finished. Have you identified your purpose? Don't worry. It might take a while but embark on that journey right now. Embark on that journey so you can live full and die empty. Ladies and gentlemen, I promised you I wasn't going to take much of your time and I will stick to my promise. I will stick to my promise. So if you have learned one or two today i want you to do me the favor of sharing this broadcast like and share this broadcast so that someone else that you know can benefit from it and if you are watching the replay remember to type hashtag replay for those of you who are watching this broadcast via the, the group the private group you might not find the icon for sharing. You would only find the icon for inviting people. So click on invite, invite everybody on your contact. 
so they can watch this broadcast. For those of you who are listening via podcast, I want you to please like and share this broadcast. Share the message because there's somebody out there who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. And that's the truth. For those of you who believe in what we do, coming out here to inspire and motivate you, and you feel within your soul that you would like to make a financial contribution, a donation to us, please visit our website. It's johnugulufoundation.org. For those of you watching via Facebook, YouTube, the website is currently being displayed on the screen. For those of you who are listening via podcast, if you want to make a donation to us, to our course, to support our course, is johnugulufoundation.org. I'll repeat, J-O-H-N-U-G-H-U-L-U-F-O-U-N-D-A tion.org John Ugulu Foundation.org and we'll be so happy. We would really appreciate that if you can support us. If you can support us, we will be so 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 happy. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this broadcast. I know. Um, the message is not for everybody. The message is just for you who it resonates with. All right. So thank you. If you do what I have just um, mentioned here, trust me, the next time you hear my voice, the next time you would see my face, you would be a better version of yourself. You would be a happier person. You will be a wealthier person. You would be very healthy as well. So take charge of your life because it is you alone who can make it happen. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. You were not born to work and live an unhappy life till the day you die. There is something you were created to do. For those of you who know the birthing process, out of millions of sperms, it's only one sperm cell that fertilizes an egg. And that sperm cell is the chosen sperm cell. And you who's listening to me right now, you are that chosen sperm. One out of millions. One out of millions. Some died on the way. Some couldn't get there. But one, you were the chosen one. You are the chosen sperm. It means you are special. It means you are an abode of greatness. I don't know how much you know about yourself. Neither do I know how much the people around you know about you. But all I know is that you are an abode of greatness. If I could transition from shyness to public speaking and becoming a best-selling author, it means it is possible for you. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again. I want you to know that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Think about it and God bless you. I see some beautiful comments here. Oh, thank you so much, everybody. Let's go through the comments. Shawana, yes, Sunday greetings and blessings to you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Mary Ann Rouse, she said, I am blessed and highly favored. That's correct. You are blessed and highly favored. And Rosalinda, thank you so much. Rosalinda has been so supportive of this cause, of this, you know, of, of this, our mission from the day we started. Rosalinda, God will surely grant your heart desire. All you need to do is to understand that adversity brings out the superhero in us. All you need to know is that you are stronger than you think you are. All you need to know is that whatever you want in your life is achievable. But it takes a process. 
The first thing is have a vision, set goals, take action, and be consistent. Be persistent. Be patient. And be resilient. All right? It is well. So I want to thank you all. And uh, I want you all to have a great weekend. Have a great week ahead. And remember that it is you who can make things happen for yourself. God bless you all. Bye-bye. A boat of greatness worldwide is a greatness center and a subsidiary of John Ughulu Foundation, a 501c3 